On the Monday edition of the Zone Daily Podcast, Elijah Molden and Caleb Farley passed their first NFL test. Dylan Radins continues to worry Titans fans on the offensive line, and Mike Vrabel comes back with a positive COVID test. We'll tell you about the implications on the ensuing Titans practices as Mike Vrabel announces yesterday that he has tested positive for COVID-19. Plus, we're going to talk a little bit of baseball, the Little League Classic going on yesterday in Williamsport, but my team... The Atlanta Braves are the hottest team in baseball. Uh, And yes, they've roped me back in. Zone Daily on a Monday. Let's do it. Yesterday's headlines, tonight's topics, and one big story you need to know. This is the Zone Daily Podcast with Will Bowling. Starting off your Monday where the Tennessee Titans were once again dominant. In preseason football, 34-3 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Saturday night. But the big story coming out of Tennessee Titans training camp had nothing to do with the test they had down in Tampa Bay, but rather with a COVID test that came back positive for Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. He announced that to the media yesterday, telling uh, uh, folks from his home and not from St. Thomas Sports Park, Uh, On a press conference, he'd woken up with a sore throat that morning, a little bit of an earache, got tested at the facility, uh, and returned a positive test. He is vaccinated, and he will need two negative tests within a 48-hour period to be able to return to the facility, or he'll have to remain away from the facility uh, for the next 10 days. Vrabel said he has a lot of trust in special teams coordinator Craig Ackerman, this per Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com. Uh, when he was asked about who would run things in his absence. Uh, and he also noted that he has a pair of former head coaches in his staff, in Jim Hazlitt and Jim Schwartz. Uh, he will be involved in Zoom meetings over the next couple of days as he goes through the next steps in the NFL's COVID protocol uh, right now. Certainly not a great development for the Titans. I don't think it's a good time Uh, obviously, to have a coach be out. I don't think there's ever a good time for a coach be out, but I would rather this happen in the regular season than uh, in training camp uh, uh, for a couple of reasons. I think you could play devil's advocate on either side, but you would rather this team get up to speed and get in a routine and and get developed uh, with some of these young guys where they are uh, up to speed and up and running uh, rather than uh, trying to uh, spend a week outside of the norm when uh, you're establishing norms. You're establishing routines early on in your career as a rookie, as a new member of a Tennessee Titans team. That being said, this Titans team obviously played excellently last season when they only had a couple of days of practice before Tuesday night football against the Buffalo Bills. So there's certainly nothing to be completely alarmed about. I just don't think that this is a a good time for this to happen, even though obviously there really isn't a good time for this to happen. But hope Coach Vrabel has a speedy recovery. Uh, certainly wish him the best, although it does not sound to be a serious, serious health problem for him. Uh, just an inconvenience at this point for this team. So let's get into Tampa Bay and Tennessee on Saturday night, a 34-3 victory for the Tennessee Titans. And the first game for Elijah Molden and Caleb Farley, two of the stars uh, Farley, just because he was on the field in a uniform, uh, that's the only thing he needs to do in order to star and be the storyline. But Elijah Molden had a sack, had a tackle for loss, had seven tackles total, uh, and his stock maybe rose more than anybody else on the field uh, in Raymond James Stadium on Saturday night. Here was his takeaway from his first game uh, in the National Football League the other night. It's been like a slow burn just because I didn't play the first preseason game. I, I 
I knew you know, this game, especially versus a team like the Bucks. It felt really special. It felt bigger, bigger than myself, to be honest. Like the plays that went on out there, like it was good to get a tech for my mom and, and uh, videos of, of my family's reaction to the plays and stuff. But like it feels bigger than me. You know what I, mean? I just want to give everything to the team. A couple minutes ago, Ryan Tannehill was in there with gloves, picking up trash. That's 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 the type of scene. We've seen John Robinson draft picks that haven't been cultural fits. Obviously, Isaiah Wilson, Kevin Dodd. Uh, this team, uh, it, through its own admission, wants guys who love ball. Uh, that's the quote that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel have given us time and time again. Elijah Molden sounds like a good cultural fit on this Titans defense. On the field, it's a hard-nosed, it's a, a hustle, grinded-out kind of mentality that you can see in a guy that literally does almost a barrel roll underneath two offensive linemen uh, in order to sack Kyle Trask on Saturday night. This guy fits what the Titans want to be, uh, and if he stays healthy, he's going to have a big role as the nickel corner for this team moving forward uh, over these next couple of weeks. Caleb Farley didn't see him as much. The Titans had a very clear plan to keep him off the field for most of this game and uh, give him just a little taste of what the National Football League is like. This is what Mike Vrabel had to say when asked about Farley's performance on Saturday night. Well, it's a good, it's a next step. It's, you know, with the return to play that you know, we had talked about and reps to practice. Uh, and then the next, you know, he, he came through pretty good through the practices health-wise, which allowed him to uh, be available for the game. And we try to get him you know, close to 16 snaps. And we'll take a look at it and, and again, he hasn't played in football in quite a bit of time. It's going to be a process, but I think it was a good step just to get him out there and to show him what the game feels like and how the situations change. So we'll just coach him up and then keep moving forward. I imagine the day that Caleb Farley was drafted, the week Caleb Farley was drafted, there was a pretty specific plan put in place to get him back on track and on schedule. The good news for the Titans is that as Christian Fulton continues to have a solid camp, Elijah Molden is stepping up at the slot corner position, and Jack Rabbit Jenkins gives you a constant, gives you a veteran presence on the outside, the Titans don't need Caleb Farley to hurry up and be ready for them. They can take their time with a guy like this because, at least on this year's Titans team, cornerback is not a weakness. Uh, cornerback is actually looking like one of the deeper positions that the Titans fans don't have to worry about quite as much. So uh, that's a good sign for this Titans team, that they can take their time with Caleb Farley, similarly to what they did with Jeffrey Simmons a couple of years ago. Well, one guy whose stock hasn't been great, uh, has certainly not been rising over the first couple of weeks of camp, Des Fitzpatrick, the Titans' fourth-round pick out of Louisville at the wide receiver position. He found the end zone. He caught his first touchdown pass of preseason on Saturday night against Tampa Bay. And Logan Woodside uh, talked a little bit about how that one play, how that one catch can change his fortunes and, and maybe turn things around uh, for him early on in the preseason. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Des is working hard. Um, and I think like a player like that can really, you know, flip the script on uh, on his uh, season this coming up season. So I was excited for him, man. I was fired up for him. And uh, glad I could get into it. I could give him a ball and go score. Logan Woodside and Matt Barkley were both good for the Titans on Saturday night. Barkley 12 of 16 for 115 and two touchdowns. Logan Woodside, 7 for 8 for 64 yards 
and the touchdown to Des Fitzpatrick. Titans will certainly be hoping that Fitzpatrick uh, can start to turn things around a little bit as they move into the final game week uh, of the 2021 preseason. But the loser for the Titans, Dylan Radins, uh, another guy who certainly was not too impressive for this Titans team, had one sack that he allowed, uh, looked okay at times uh, in run blocking, but largely it was a Titans offensive line that struggled against the Tampa Bay backup front on Saturday night. The bright spot in that running game, Makai Sargent, 16 carries, 78 yards, averaging just under 5 yards per carry. He had a long of 16 yards on a Titans offense that carried the ball 34 times and only gained 87 yards, just over 2.5 yards per rush. Jeremy McNichols had 5 carries for negative 9 yards. Uh, if there's anyone who helped themselves possibly make this roster uh, the most on Saturday night, you could certainly make the argument that it was the undrafted Iowa rookie running back, Makai Sargent. Mason Kinsey, he's the other guy as we close out our recap of Saturday night, who had a really good game. Six catches, 56 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, a beautiful ball thrown by Matt Barkley over the middle of the field that found him in the end zone. Mason Kinsey is a good wide receiver that's going to play NFL football somewhere this season. I just still don't think it's going to be in Tennessee. I think this roster is too crowded. Uh, but if he continues playing like this, He's going to make it an awfully difficult decision for John Robinson. So moving on to some Major League Baseball. Look, I don't talk as much baseball when the Atlanta Braves are bad, and that's what they've been for this season. They've been very bad. But over the last 18 games, Atlanta has won 16 contests, and they're five games ahead of the Philadelphia Phillies, who just won two out of three against the Padres uh, out in San Diego. This team is absolutely on fire right now. They kept another active streak alive, a 13-game road-winning streak, which is tied for the fourth longest in Major League Baseball since 2000. Jorge Soler and Adam Duvall appear to be big-time pieces for this team. Duvall uh, in the top five and runs batted in in the National League this season. And since they added those two guys, uh, and since they sat five games under 500 on June the 16th, the Braves had the fifth-best fifth record in baseball at 38-21. and 21. Yes, they just went on a 9-0 road trip, and yes, they did just play the Marlins, the Orioles, and the Nationals over that span. But you beat anybody that much in Major League Baseball, you are absolutely doing something right. Here's hoping they'll continue to do something right tonight as they take on the New York Yankees. That one gets started at 6:20 down there in Truist Park. Lots more to come. It's going to be a big week here on the Zone Daily Podcast, week number three of the preseason and they get one at home. We'll keep previewing Titans-Bears coming up rest of the week every morning, 5 a.m. on The Zone Daily.